Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 86 of Reboot Party Underway. I am one of your hosts, actually hosting this week, uh, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by David, the master of the Baja Blaster. What's up, everyone? There we go. There it is. Yeah, he just, he really just, every week just drags it out as much as possible. And, of course, Aaron, he sees a lot of movies, Han. <laughs> you, I thought I'm, it was going to be Aaron master at hosting this yeah you know because well see that would be if i was good at nicknames i'm bad at nicknames i have told people this time and time again and yet you still let me make nicknames every week so we yeah here we are we don't really have a lot of power to stop fool me once shame on you fool me 86 times you're listening to reboot already underway so Guys, we got a good show for you. <laughs> We're going to be talking about our most anticipated movies of 2018, or just some things we're excited about, things we're looking forward to. Uh, I tried to stray away from the ones that were always like, oh, obviously we're pretty excited about Infinity War, all right? Uh, except for when they said today that there's going to be a scene with all 40 Marvel superheroes in one scene, and I'm like, ooh, that's going to be garbage. <laughs> So, here we are. I can barely handle uh, 10. Yeah, so. yeah. Anyway. It's still really hard. Yeah, me too. Uh, so, guys, what are your most anticipated movies of 2018? Or TV, either one. Media. Media on the screen. Oh, I wasn't even thinking of what TV would be coming out this year. I mean, you're I the worst. I'm excited for, you know, that good old... Game of Thrones, but it's pushback. Wait, wait, David, you know what is going to be in this year, though, for TV? Atlanta, Atlanta. season two. Let's get hyped about that. Oh, I still have to watch Atlanta. Yes, you do, because Atlanta is a phenomenal TV show. I don't know why it's so good. Probably just because of Donald Glover doing Donald Glover things. Yeah. Donald Glover's great. What what more do you need? But it's on Hulu (laughs) now, right? Yeah, it is. I just got to get to it? it. Yeah. So now that I'm I'm done with movies for a while, I'm I am movied out, man. <laughs> I need to I need to watch some TV. I want to watch that Netflix show, the end of the end of the uh, word we can't say on the podcast world. <laughs> I want to watch that one. It seems pretty good. Uh, so yeah, I, I think January and February are going to be some TV times for me. So we'll see. As he said earlier this week, now- dude. See so many movies with the letterbox set. Not letter, not letterbox. The movie cast that we both have. No, now. now, in theater movies, I still will be seeing. I want to see that Commuter. <laughs> I want to get 2018 started right. If you know what I'm saying. Will I see Proud Mary? Probably. <laughs> but as far as like, oh, I have some free time. I'm gonna watch uh, uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Like I want to watch Zero Dark Thirty, but. <laughs> Let's push it back a little bit. So, Aaron, do you have a, a what movie are you looking forward to this year? Well, uh, I'll go with one that I'm probably the most hyped for out of all of us. So we can okay. Get that off the, way. Uh, the new Halloween film. Yeah, you you definitely Ooh. are. <laughs> I'm skeptical. Well, yeah, like it's. I don't know if I would exactly say it. I'm anticipating it to be a great movie, mm-hmm. but it's just one of the ones I'm most eager to see. I mean, as soon as they announced that Danny McBride was going to co-write it, 
And David Gordon Green's directing and David it. Gordon, yeah. <laughs> of Pineapple Express that, like, fame. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, I would see this movie no matter who they got to direct it, just because mm-hmm. it's part of the franchise. But that seems like a very interesting combination. And I think that all the details they've released so far, it seems like it's going to be on the right track. You know, they're getting the original cast back together. They're mm-hmm. ignoring all those... Uh, sequels with the judy greer the rhymes and the kickboxing and just gonna ignore those and yeah and judy yeah. greer and judy greer i really like judy greer i've come into this corner where i'm like i really like you judy greer you were in you were in wilson you were a good part of that so yeah you're a good actress i guess i don't know i don't know what to say i don't know what else they want me to say uh, no, I'm gonna pick one. I'm 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 skeptical about. I want to be optimistic about it because the first one is one of my favorite Disney movies ever. It's Ralph breaks the internet. Wreck It Ralph too. One of the worst names I've ever heard for a movie. I tell me, really you're telling me that you're excited for this movie? Yeah, I love Wreck It Ralph. I know, Aaron, you're on you're on my side with this one. I, I am. This was not the Disney sequel that I thought you were going to go for, but... Uh, no. I mean, the other one is probably most definitely going Frozen to be at least 2? good. No, no, Frozen 2 is... Uh, 2019. Yeah. I think, you, I think you're thinking of The Incredibles 2, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's that's Pixar. They're doing their own thing. I'm thinking Disney, man. Disney. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Uh, also sounds like a interesting premise. Yeah. Collecting all the old Disney princesses, getting that cast back together. Yeah. Cool. I just, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I like, I like Wreck-It Ralph. I think it's such a good homage to, uh, to video games of old. And, uh, I also think it has some of the best heart in a Disney movie that I've ever seen. It, like, it pulls you in with, like, Sarah Silverman's character. And she, you're like, oh, she's kind of obnoxious. And then later you're just like, I love I love this character. <laughs> I'm gonna say that I appreciate Rick and Ralph because it gave us one of the most interesting Kanye videos ever. When he's talking about how Kanye is like, you tell me people look at me and don't compare me to the glitch. I'm the glitch from like Rick and Ralph. I was like, what? Have you either of you two seen this video? No, no. no. Oh, okay. Um, I'll send the link. Yeah, but they like they got the team back together, which is nice. Although I will say, James Corden is in this one, and <laughs> he doesn't have a particularly good track record for uh, animated films or even film in general. <laughs> by uh, the looks of uh, Peter Rabbit. Oh my God! Can you? Who else, is that? Paul Dano in that one, or is that no? That's Donald, uh, Donald Gleason. No, 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 no! <laughs> Why would you do this? So that's on my least anticipated list. That movie looks awful. Uh, so, Wreck It Ralph too. I think it'll be entertaining at the least. So, David, you got another thing you're excited for? Um, you know, I'm I'm excited and optimistic for this year. Just just for everything. Just everything. Like, Okay. Everything. Movie pass. I'm going to see a lot more movies than I normally would see. Mm-hmm. 
I'm still gonna be pessimistic about the movies, but I'm gonna go see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Even so, it's gonna be a half. Like I'm gonna be optimistic about seeing more movies, but more pessimistic, more pessimistic at the movies. <laughs> okay. I think it's. I think it's going to go real well for me. Okay. All right. Is that your? <laughs> is that your pick or? Yeah. Okay. I just, okay. Why, why, I, I just, just wondered. I... <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> yeah. I just answered. Aaron, what what what, you, what else? What else you're looking at? Uh, well, there's the obvious one. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going for the big ones? Or are we going for just like more just unheard of ones? I'm I'm going for all of them. What are you thinking, Aaron? Thinking Aquaman. I don't share in your excitement. But it's James Wan. Yeah, director. that is the only part of the excitement I hold with this. <laughs> I'm like, James Wan, really great director. I, uh, <laughs> DC is in an interesting place right now. They just hired, uh, oh God, what's his name? The guy who is, uh, or who helped set up the Conjuring's universe. Uh, to help set their universe straight, which is like, okay, The Conjuring has its missteps, but overall, it is a tight universe. Like, everything makes sense. Um, well, I mean, not really, but it's ghosts, so it's not going to make sense. But you get what I'm saying. But why are you so excited about it, Aaron? Well, because it's, you know, we got we got James Bond, director. Mm-hmm. I liked Jason Moore in Justice League, so I did a good job. Okay. I, I think the the writing suffered at points from cutting mm, out like mm. all of his character arc. But My man. <laughs> we just needed to know that he was a drunk Seely man. Seely. Seely. <laughs> he was Seely. Yeah. Nothing. When yeah. I think of Aquaman, I think he was pretty Seely in that movie. <laughs> you should. Okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. So okay, Aquaman. How yeah. about? Oh, you got you got more. Go ahead. No. Okay. Oh, okay. How about? <clears throat> and this one, another. I'm 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 picking kind of like cautiously optimistic stuff. Uh, a quiet place. Which Aaron, I think, did we talk about this on the podcast? I don't. We might have talked about it. I don't, after. Is that the we one with Jim from the Office? Yeah, yeah, it's the one directed by John Krasinski. He's in it with Emily oh. Blunt. Uh, it's a horror film uh like a near silent horror film no or dialogue free um so that's pretty i am trailer i have and i am excited for this movie and i remember i also saw the trailer so like i saw the trailer and then on facebook someone goes oh my gosh the entire family is being haunted and they're all deaf i'm like what like they're not all deaf like they all just can't talk because of the Okay, never. They're all deaf. Whatever you want to believe, man. Like, okay. I was just like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's not really what's uh, happening. I don't think. But okay. Um, I, I was cracking up to myself. But yeah, the, the quiet place. I am optimistic for. Okay. All right. Uh, Does Han Solo come out this year? Yeah, we were just talking about this. <laughs> yeah. It. It. Uh, it no. Not. In, uh, yeah. It comes out in. Four months. Four months. And, uh, oh yeah, because we haven't anything. seen any trailers. Yeah. I I'm op- I'm optimistic. I am not. <laughs> I'm so not optimistic. He, call- he called he called me. He's like, David, 
I was listening to the podcast. <laughs> which, which, which of the uh, three directors is this? Yeah, that called you. They, they, they all. They all. They all. It was a. It was a conference call. It was a conference call. And I was like, they're all like, we love your pitch. But Han Solo just chilling in the bar. Mm-hmm. Getting space drunk. I don't mean, do they drink mm-hmm. beer in mm-hmm. Star Wars? They drink, they drink alcohol. They drink, sure. They drink milk from the teat of a space cow like <laughs> Luke does. Yeah, that that has alcoholic properties. So I think I think you're good there. So And all of them were like, you know what? We're going to use your idea. We're going we're gonna to yeah. pay for we're gonna pay you big monies, so all the big monies are coming to me now. So I, I, I'm excited for a new star. You can tell me that you can't be excited for the new a new Star Wars movie. I'm like, when, when, I, what I they've just given can't us, be. they've given us only good movies so far. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be happy. But until David, one really sucks. <laughs> it's gonna, gonna be this one. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I, I, I no, know. It's not. No, <laughs> I, you know, I'd love to be proven wrong. I My want to be proven movie. wrong. You, David, they're not going with your idea. <laughs> oh God. Uh, have you seen the movie yet? No, uh, you know that's. So you a, don't know. I don't know that that's know. a good point, but it is a point. <laughs> so we're gonna count it. Uh, let's run. Let's run through a couple uh, other 2018s real quick. Uh, just so that we're at least I'm pretty hyped for. Maybe you guys can tell me if you are. Annihilation, uh, from the director of uh, Ex Machina. Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Lee, Oscar Isaac. I I don't know much about it, but I'm like, hey, give me that cast, give me that director. I'm happy. I yeah, I, don't, oh, I watched the first trailer, but it like didn't give away much. So awesome. Basically, all I know is uh, the director. And the, I know. I have a feeling it's gonna be pretty good. Um, Isle of Dogs. I've seen a trailer for. And that's the new Wes Anderson movie. And I'm pretty excited for it. Like, I like Wes Anderson's style. Like, I can dig on it. Ready Player One. <laughs> which no. da- which David I, and I... This isn't part of your anticipated? Uh, David and I saw a trailer for it before the post. I'm like, this is a decent trailer. Like they you actually said that about every single trailer, you literally one trailer is like that's the best trailer no, I've seen for that. The Reds, yeah. the, I the said that about one, the two. Next one, dude, that's the best, that's the best trailer I've ever seen for this movie. Yeah, I was like, are they all good, Jake? No, I mean it. It can be true. Yeah, if he keeps on saying this with each new one he sees. They yeah. can all be the best one he's seen for. Yeah, yeah, the Red Sparrow trailer, the one that they played. I was like, okay, that trailer mm-hmm. actually made me want to see it. The new black, the new Black Widow. Yeah, movie? the Black Widow movie. Okay. okay. Um. And then uh, the Ready Player One trailer, I'm like, this looks like, (laughs) this Ready Player One trailer, this movie looks like garbage, but I still think I'm going to have fun watching it. Deadpool 2, which, I mean, it's more Deadpool, okay. Aquaman, uh, we're talking about that one. The best superhero movie of the year, though, of course, is coming out in, uh, near the end of the year, so I think we have some time to really dwell on it. Not not July. With uh, Teen Titans go to the I, movie. Ant Man and the Wasp is where I'm going. We do not talk about Teen Titans uh. go to the movies. <laughs> Although I will be seeing it. <laughs> Aaron, you need to 
The only way I'm going to see this, Aaron, you need to come back again like you did last year at the same time that movie comes out, and I will go see it with you. <laughs> All right, I'll be, it'll be, well, it'll be summer anyway, but I'll also be done with school, so yeah. you know, I can rearrange that. Yeah. Let's do it. Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, excited about. Ocean's 8, I'm like, okay. I, I've never seen an Ocean's movie. Neither have I. So, <laughs> Aaron's like, what is wrong with, with you one. people? Oh, I'm not going to. I'm going to watch the other ones first. But I, I, uh, yeah, I like heist movies. I like a little bit of a, a little bit of Baby Driver. A little bit of the town. The town's pretty good. John Hamm's in both of those movies. He is not in Ocean's Eight though, unless he is. I don't think so. Huh? Then no, he's not in that one. Captain Marvel is that 2019 though? That's okay, never mind then. Uh, uh, Toy Story 4, 2019. <laughs> Some of these are 2019s. Jurassic World, I'm like ready oh. to watch. No, no, no. I'm not ready for how good it's going to be. I'm ready for how bad it's going to be. I'm so excited to watch this movie crumble. Uh, Pacific Rim. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't even see that with a straight uh a wrinkle in time which is that i'm giving this one a pass it's not technically a disney remake so i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna give it a pass Disney has so much money i'm not giving disney any passes you're never they giving have so much money they have so much money they can literally buy almost the planet like they're close disney gets no pass they should everything should be like flawless that they put out now like there's so many things that they can be no passes. I'm not saying I'm giving a pass. I, I'm saying I'm I'm you not. You said I'm giving this movie a pass. Yeah, I'm giving. No, <laughs> I'm giving you this. Said, listen, you, you, you just said I'm giving this movie a pass, and then I said, "Oh, I'm not gonna give any passes to Disney." And you're like, "I'm not giving it a pass, David." I was like, "I'm I'm giving it an exemption from my rule of no Disney remakes." A pass. Yeah, an exemption, oh. not a pass. Uh, who, who's ready for Fantastic Beasts 2, Crimes of Grindelwald? I think the true crime is that they made another Fantastic Beasts movie. I think the true crime... Oh, uh, mm, mm, I don't know if I can say that on the I podcast. Go. We'll cut it if I can't. <laughs> you guys let me know. Uh, is the crime of Grindelwald that he beat his wife? Because that's what uh, Johnny Depp did, and he should not be in this movie. So allegedly, I think you have to add that for it okay. To be safe. He, sorry, he allegedly beat his wife, but mm. come on, dude. He, he just woke and... up. Like, <laughs> he just woke up. And he's like, I'm still Jack Sparrow. Uh, oh, you know, Johnny Depp. You, Are you, you gotta clean up your act. Yeah, he should. Uh, X Men: Dark Phoenix is coming out this year, and. Uh... Little scared again. Michael Fassbender, James McAvoy, and Jennifer Lawrence returning. Remember when when Apocalypse came out and we're like, we're never seeing these people again. They're like, we're done. They all came back. I'm surprised. Jennifer Lawrence is so bored. Yeah. I think the theory is that she's gonna be killed off early Uh, on in this movie. Oh, really? And that's why she came back. Huh. I mean, that's just a theory, but. I mean, okay. Jessica Chastain's in it. I think she plays the villain? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Love Jessica Chastain, so 
New Mutants not coming out anymore. Tomb Raider. Uh, <laughs> Tomb Raider is a movie. Uh, that's about all I can say about that. What do you mean? I'm excited for Tomb Raider. It looks like garbage, David. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's going to be a good video game movie. Okay. Uh, Maze Runner Death Cure. Oof. Yikes. Uh, what? Suspiria remake. I haven't seen the first one still. That's coming out. You're supposed to. Yeah, well, I had appendicitis, Aaron. <laughs> Did you? I thought that was a lie. Oh, the lie. <laughs> right, so I, like, kind of had appendicitis. And then they were like, no, you don't have appendicitis anymore. I'm like, well, right, thanks. Right, so you don't have an excuse. Right, yeah. They you s- went to the hospital for a useless surgery. So yeah, that's not, a useless not. invasive surgery that took me off work for two weeks. Yeah, it's, it's no excuse anymore. Um, yeah. America uh, healthcare system, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Now, here, here's the final one I kind of want to talk about, because a lot of them, you know, we're not going to know a lot of stuff until it's already out, guys, or until it's coming out a little bit closer. Uh, of course, the movie we're most excited for, uh, Illumination's Grinch movie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, what I'm actually talking about is The Nun, which I'm... I I like... I like The Conjuring, and I'm going to still keep seeing all of these horrible spinoffs. So... Yeah, they seem to have gotten the universe back on track, so... Well, eh, eh maybe. Hopefully it stays on track. Yeah, well, creation's pretty... <laughs> mediocre but but it's it's better than it's fine the first one yeah i don't know i just wanted to have a little bit of a peek ahead to what we're looking at for the year um trying to think Uh, that's not gonna be this year it'll be next year never mind i was like tarantino no because his charles manson movie is gonna be next year i believe and then who knows when his Star Trek movie's coming out, which is apparently for real happening now, which is insane to me, but I'm so excited. <laughs> so here we are in a world of uh, movies. And I'm a little more optimistic. I think you all remember that last year we did an episode called Where's All the Creativity Gone? And I was a little upset. In 2017, it ended up being a good year. So I think I'm looking at 2018 so, a little bit more optimistically this year. We should make an episode. Where have all the Star Wars movies gone, or where have all the they're here? Disney <laughs> oh, they're here. We'll, we'll, we, do, we'll do that we when to, uh, we, Disney decides to ditch Solo and just not release it. Up. Oh my God! I hope. <laughs> I'm sorry, but guys, you can't. You can't. Uh, all right, so let's move in to the upcoming movies. Of the week. I should pop that pen out earlier. It sounded weird. Okay. <clears throat> Opening this week, my dudes. Phantom Thread. Uh, opening wide this week. Sounded weird again. Kind of, kind of wide. Kind of wide. Like 500 theaters. Yeah. Either way, this is a movie I've been looking forward to. Paul Thomas Anderson. I don't know why I said it like that. Like, that was something. <laughs> Pal Thomas Anderson. <laughs> uh, Is your Paul Thomas Anderson impression? I don't know. Is he Southern? 
I don't know. I don't know either. I like all these directors that I know and like I like their work have no clue who they are as people. Like, do they have a southern accent? Where are they from? Where were they raised? <laughs> and like, those were kind of the same question. But it's Daniel Day Lewis's last film before he retires. It's kind of sad. He's a good actor. Yep. I'm excited. Too. I don't know. I don't know anything about this movie, so. Uh, it's about a thread that is a phantom. So. Phantom. I'm dumb. I also don't know anything about it. I'm trying to stay away from any, uh, you know, descriptions of the plot or anything. Because with movies like this, when you know you're going to enjoy it, you just dig in to the award season madness. Yeah. It's, it's one of those films where I'm like, I know I'm just going to like this movie so much that I'm not even really interested in seeing it, you know? Because I'm just like, I know I'm going to love it. Why do I even need to watch it? Do you? (laughs) Wait, wait a second. I'm just like, I'm watching this trailer. I'm like, this movie's going to be good. It's going to be really good. I'm going to really love it. Do I even want to watch it anymore? I could just watch the Emoji movie again. I, I... See, where you've been these past few weeks, I don't know if you're kidding or not. I really don't. Are you being for real? No. Okay. Because you're like, oh man, I don't want to watch good movies, I just want to watch bad ones now. So I I honestly thought you were... partially true. You thought you were getting there. I was a little scared for you there, bud. But, I mean, you still haven't watched Mother, but that's alright. Yeah, but I watched some other interesting stuff this week. Uh-oh. We'll get to that. Let's talk about my favorite title of 2018 so far. 12 Star, sorry, 12 Strong, The Declassified True Story of the Horse Soldiers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. That's like, I was a... seeing the uh, trailer, I was like, all right. All right, we've got some cool stuff going on. And then, it should, like, just the, the name. Like, just call it 12 Declassified Story. Or what, like, yeah, wasn't anything this, but... like, the same thing they did where it was, like, 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi or something? Yeah. Was that the full name of that movie? Yes, it was. Like, why, is this, why is this their naming technique? Because that movie made money. Sure it's very specific. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. It's, like... Do they think that we're not gonna get that these movies are about the military? Are yeah. They, are they not pushing that angle hard enough? No, they're pushing it pretty hard. Like this, this trailer is army overload. I'm like, okay, we get it, dude. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, Michael Shannon, Michael Pena. Uh, those are the people I still, that I know. Uh, I just don't. I don't need the horse. Soldier. There's like the story of the horse soldiers. Oh, okay. What, what about War Horse? No, oh, it's gonna be better than a war, war horse. War horse. That's, that's the high standard for horse. It did have one of the best. Movies. It did have one of the best um, jokes in the entire movie, but it wasn't worth like the two-hour movie. Which which joke is that? Is that the? It's not even a joke. It's just like so. Basically, is it when they like the two soldiers meet on the yeah. battlefield? Yeah. Yeah, okay. and they're like, and they're like talking about like who can get the horse. And, he's, and the English guy's talking to the Germans, like, oh, yeah, you speak English pretty good. And the Germans, like, I speak English well. And I just, like, bust out laughing while the horse is, like, bleeding and barbed wire. 
And then they're like, uh, well, like, what can we do for the horse? And he's like, I'll box you for it. And then he's like, oh, I don't want to start another war. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, all right. Yeah, I don't know. I just laughed at the, the German joke. I, uh, that War Horse is the one uh, Steven Spielberg movie I have absolutely no interest in seeing. <laughs> Not even, like, I'm sure his direction's good. I'm sure, like, the, the camera work is all good. But I just can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't watch a movie called War Horse. I just can't. Den of Thieves. Could Gerard Butler go three for three? Worst movie I... of 2017, or 2016. A really bad movie in 2017. And now again in 2018? Po- po- possibly the worst. We haven't seen it yet. I'm not saying it's worst. I'm saying it's one of the worst. Um, um, no, I'm saying it still has a chance. Of Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> Geostorm. Just listen to that name and tell me that's not garbage. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Is I'm saying you're, you're not giving him enough credit mm. in that he could still have the oh, absolute. It could. Oh, okay. Okay. I see where you're coming from. Credit, now, credit is needed when credit is due. And yeah, this looks like it's. And a continuous streak. Yeah, it's uh, um, mind-boggling that this movie exists. We got Gerard Butler. Here we are. Gerard Butler. I make movies. I'm Gerard Butler. I make movies. I'm Gerard Butler. I make movies. I make movies. I'm Gerard Butler. All I do is make movies. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> he just has a problem. He just makes movies. He sees a script. They bring him a script. He's like, print it. We're good. And we're like, sir, we don't print movies. We do now. I'm Gerard Butler. Are you not entertained? And that was Russell Crowe. <laughs> Gerard Butler is just so far Are you getting, gone. Uh, Gladiator and uh, 300 mixed up. <laughs> yes. What's happening? Gerard Butler is just so far gone that he thinks he was in <laughs> whatever that movie was i can't remember gladiator. The, gladiator. the one about the gladiator it yeah called uh gladiator the creative <sighs> nah, that's not the name of it oh it's sorry. called what? gladiator the, what's that it's movie gladiator, gladiator. The story of a man in arena <laughs> slice it <laughs> has to have a very long and unnecessary name <laughs> you just name all movies like that from now on honestly that could be our next segment <laughs> unnecessary movie titles <laughs> yeah yeah we should do that next um, Keep it, we'll talk about. Yeah, O'Shea Jackson Jr. is in it. He was pretty good. And Ingrid goes west, so it's like, hey man, okay. There's an Ice Cube, Ice Cube's sons in this bad boy too, isn't he? No, no, that, that's who he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> I got confused. <laughs> I, I was on to Fifty Cent, and I'm like, no, no, Fifty Cent's in this movie. That's who you're thinking of. Wow, just confusing rappers. Such a stigma. Okay. I'm confused. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So that's the movie. And I'm not going to see it. So, Moving on to the What Have We Been Watching segment this week. David and I, are we, do we share the same two movies and that's it? Uh, I have, like, one extra movie. You know, a okay. few, like, episodes of TV. But, yeah, so let's talk about our two movies since we... Already started. Jake and I drove to Lansing. Mm-hmm. 
to go see the shape of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, all three of us, have now seen the shape of water. We have. It's mm-hmm. the movie. Water doesn't have a shape. I found out. No. That's the big twist. It, I don't know if we can uh, spoil that. What? Oh no, David. <laughs> Why? Just. I didn't really yeah. see this. <laughs> I fell asleep, David. You just ruined the movie for when I want to watch it when I'm awake. <laughs> uh, uh, Joe, can you? Uh, no, Shape so of Water. So tell me, how do you feel about the Shape of Water? Me, I think Shape of Water is hecka good. <laughs> uh, no, no, I uh, Guillermo del Toro. I love his direction. Pan's Labyrinth, good. Crimson Peak, better. Devil's Backbone pretty good <laughs> so i don't know why i didn't go are you just, forward. Are you just patting the man on the back i'm patting Actually, the man dude yeah. i'll pat that man on the back all day he makes some good movies uh but yeah shape of water also pretty good i don't know where to rank it yet i haven't added it to my guimero del toro ranked list but uh overall i'd say that uh you know it has a lot of heart uh, it has that sort of dark fairy tale feel that I'm looking for when I see a Guillermo del Toro movie. Uh, it doesn't go quite as dark as uh, Pan's Labyrinth when he bashes a man's face in and we just watch him do it. Uh, so, you know, it doesn't get quite that dark. Kind of sad it didn't. But also, happy. But the creature design's amazing. Uh, not, not Toby Jones. <laughs> No, Doug, Doug Jones. Jones. I do this every time. Doug Jones uh, play, uh, plays the fish guy excellently. Um, and uh, Sally Hawkins is amazing in this movie. Like, standout performance. I think maybe one of my favorites of the year. I, I'm trying to think of if there's one I liked better so I don't just blank, blanket statement say it's my favorite performance of the year. But it's up there. Um... And yeah, I just, I, I loved the story. thought the romance was extremely well-paced. And give me a little bit of that fish sex. <laughs> That's all I'm looking for. So, my turn, I guess. It's hard to follow up on anything when you close with, give me that fish sex. I just, I just don't know what to say. But, so this is my first... Toro movie. Toro. <laughs> Del Toro, but yeah, yeah, I gotcha. No, no, no. Del is just Toro. Okay. Come on now. Okay. Remember how we're trying to cut down the really long length of movie titles? We're just calling them Toro. No. <laughs> From Toro. <laughs> just have that in there. From Toro, the director. <laughs> From Toro, the director of Pan's Labyrinth, a story about a girl in the Spanish Civil War. <laughs> And Crimson Peak, a story about a girl who goes to a mansion and finds ghosts. And comes the shape of water, the fish is a penis. <laughs> Someone's really enjoying themselves. <laughs> Okay, continue. 
Uh, I don't even know what to say because I was just. <laughs> right, I'm back on track. So. Okay. All right. For my first Toro movie, Del Toro, whatever you want to call him, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very well acted and shot, and I really liked the uh, side um, subplots that they got going on throughout the movie. Mm. Those are nice. Um, I cared about the characters. Like, like overall, I like this movie, but the fish sex just <laughs> throw it just throws me. Like, I'm sorry, I'm uncomfortable with fish sex, <laughs> and and that like. Like everything, like everything in this movie is like really well thought out, really mm-hmm. cool, and like the way the story progresses, it like makes sense how she wouldn't like have feelings for the fish, dude. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it actually happened. Like it's like, oh, it's gonna go there. Oh, oh, oh it went there, and I'm just uncom, I'm just uncomfortable with that, and like no, like. David's out here kink shaming everyone who loves fish men. <laughs> I mean, some people want to have sex with mermaids. I can, I, like, I, I'm just unusual to me. I'm sorry, but <laughs> okay, all right, Aaron, where do you weigh so, out on fish but, sex? Like, <laughs> <laughs> not, not on the movie. On the just in general, should fish have sex before marriage? Is the question. Because you don't want to have fish kids out of fish wedlock. (laughs) Okay. I really liked uh, Zod's performance. Yeah, Zod is good. Uh, (laughs) Zod is good and we thank him for this bread, amen. (laughs) (laughs) I am on fire tonight, my dudes. <laughs> we gotta move on. Let's go to our next movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna stay. I'm just gonna stay on this track. And it's <laughs> so your final thoughts, though, David. Final thoughts before we move on. <sighs> I enjoyed the movie besides the fish sex. See, I only enjoyed the fish sex. <laughs> What is tonight? What is this, the podcast? What what are you, final thoughts on the movie? Uh, I gave my thoughts uh, last week. (sighs) I I guess I neglected to mention the most important part for you people. For you people, wow, Aaron, wow. Yeah, you know, you you people who want to kink shame the... Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I just said I was uncomfortable with it. If you, if you like to have sex with fish, email us. Tell us about it. <laughs> what is this podcast? Do I need to put the e on this one? Do I need to mark this explicit? Oh my god. Okay. All right. The second movie. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm ready. The second movie that Jake and I watched, we saw it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. The Pope. <laughs> yeah. What did you think about it, Jake? Oh, you're throwing it to me right again. Uh, I think that if you watched this, and then directly after, 
watched all the President's Men, it would be the best double feature to ever double feature. Like, I don't think they're two of the best movies ever made, but just the way these, like, play in the same feel, and, I mean, Steven Spielberg's obviously a better director than the guy who did uh, All the President's Men. That's just... That's illustrated by the fact that you can't even remember yeah, his name. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, th- that shines. I-, I think the direction for this movie is what keeps everything flowing. Like, there are just scenes people will just be sitting and talking, and <laughs> Spielberg's, like, moving the camera everywhere. It's, like, weaving in and out of buildings and stuff. I'm like, what is happening? I love it, but I don't know why this needs to happen. Um, uh, I got thrown off. <laughs> I think Tom Hanks is great. I mean, I think Tom Hanks is great in every movie besides The Circle. He is not good in The Circle. I just want to remind everyone that. And Meryl Streep... Whenever the circle comes on, hey, that's stupid song. Um, yeah, and Meryl Streep is, uh, is good. I'm not a huge Meryl Streep fan. I told David, I think she's too, like, capital A Hector. <laughs> like, she's a little uh, over the top sometimes. But I think she kind of reins it in a bit in this movie, which is nice. You know, she feels like a real person, so that's good. Um, Allison Brie is in this movie for some reason. She really? Has, yeah, she has like two scenes, and you're like, okay. I mean, I like Allison Brie, but why? But okay. Um, and also, I, I waited. I wanted to wait through the credits just to see who did the score, because the whole time I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a Spielberg film. Yeah, but you sometimes. Had to wait the sometimes. The sometimes he doesn't do them. Is he doing Ready Player One, there's, Aaron? There's been, like, one time in, like, oh. the... Okay, now two times. Oh. Oh, so this could have been one of those times. But John Williams, my man, pulling out the bangers every every movie. How does he make these good a scri- or scripts? <laughs> John Williams wrote this movie, guys. John Williams, how does he do these scores? How is he so good at all of them? Why is he one of the most musical geniuses to ever exist on this planet? How can we harvest John Williams' genius? How can we take it so that way when he dies, we can continue using a computer to make these scores? How can we do that? How can I be as smart as him? How can I take that from him? I don't want him to have it anymore. I want it. But that was a pretty good movie. And, uh... Journalism movies are my shiz, so. So, my turn now. Journalism movies are not my shiz, but (laughs) I enjoyed this movie for what it was. Very well acted, very well directed. Felt some tension, like, when they're all, like, trying to debate, oh, what should we do? I was like, ooh, I feel the tension. Like, and they're all just kind of sitting there talking. Something like that. That, that means that this movie must be good. But, um... <laughs> it's not usually my kind of movie. So... Like, like I liked it, but I don't think I could sit through it again. Like, I'm happy I saw it. I'm like, okay, it's some cool, cool stuff. Really, But, like, I'm just like, yeah, alright. I'm ha-, like, But I didn't need to go, like, didn't need to go see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to see it again. 
already, honestly. I really liked it. Um, it's one of those that, like, it's not super high on my list because it's like, okay, obvious choice is obvious for good movie. But also, like, I want to put it higher because, whew, I love it. And I want to see it again. David. I want to see it in the first place. Yeah. You should. All right. When it gets that best picture nom, you need to go uh, watch it. You know it's going to get one, Aaron. Let's not even pretend. As soon as they announced the director and cast, you knew it. Yeah. And, and, uh, and subject and, matter. Yeah, that's and subject yeah. matter. Which, so, surprisingly poignant. Not surprisingly. I mean, it's a movie about Nixon-era politics, so, like, it's pretty relevant today. But, yeah, it works pretty well. I liked it. Uh David, your third movie. Uh, I watched Nacho Libre today. Classic. You know what I also rewatched this week? What? Nacho Libre. Nacho Libre. It's it's still good. It still holds up. It solid. When is he? When is he drinking the egg? Give eagle powers. I love it. I just love it. A man yeah. of science. I wish I could be a man of science. Um, but then I watched Black Mirror, watched some pretty good episodes, I watched the, uh, the, not the entire story of you, I watched two episodes a day of season two, and they were both really good. I'm looking them up right now, but yeah, I'm like, wow, Black Mirror is actually really good, and it's like, up to date, not up to date, <laughs> but like, it date. works. <laughs> We are living in Black Mirror, people. <laughs> you watched season four yet, Aaron? I did. I watched it this week. We gonna talk about it? When it's my turn. Well, David's waiting, <laughs> and I'd rather not have dead air. So if you wanna, or David, you got it now? Uh, they're coming. Don't worry. Okay, Aaron. Season four. What do you think? Uh, season four, I thought was. Uh, they had, like, two episodes I thought were, like, really great. Two that I thought were pretty good. And then two that I thought were, like, okay. Okay. So, it's that's pretty much, like, a uh, that's season of the show. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I watched White Bear and The Waldo Moment today. Okay. How do you like White Bear? Because that's one of the best twists in the entire show. Yeah. I was like, whoa. This is trip. At first, I was like, "What is going on?" It sets up very well. And... Yeah, that mo- that episode is so bad up until that twist, and then everything before it is amazing. <laughs> That's yeah, just the beauty yeah, of that, that show. Because I was just like, "Oh, like why this doesn't make any sense?" Oh well. Yeah. Well, um, um, Waldo. It's probably not the strongest episode, but it's funny. (laughs) Could you imagine that that was made two years before this? (laughs) Just this. (laughs) This garbage dump we're living in. (laughs) Alright, let's... What's next? Uh, Aaron, everyone's talking about that USS Callister episode. Is that some good stuff, or is that some bad stuff? That's one of the ones I'd put in the great. Okay. Oh, by the way, um, they just got put back on Letterbox. So if you want to throw them on your Letterbox, Aaron. Nope. They're not, no, it's they're still not counted movies. as a TV show. So I didn't want to. No. I didn't want to do that. Well, I'm just trying to catch up to all you guys. So I'm throwing them on. 
Okay. They're films. They're uh, short films. Like like catch up to our our total number. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, okay. think you watch enough movies in a week to catch up. I'm never going to catch up to Aaron. I know that's true. Aaron watches so many movies. But I'm okay with that. I'm okay with where I'm at. I'm not. I want to watch more. Aaron, speaking of watching more, yeah, what'd you watch? I watched uh, quite a bit this week. I'm probably not going to talk about everything because I don't have much to say about things. Yeah. I'm going to start with the 2018 film I watched, though. Uh, the Polka King. Already beating me, and I, it's not I, okay. Yeah. Already ahead in the next year of the competition. But this is a, a Netflix film starring Jack Black. Mm-hmm. Plays a polka star <laughs> who uh, ropes everyone into a Ponzi scheme. So mm. Beautiful. Was it enjoyable? It was, like, all right. Like, I think Jack Black was uh, watchable as always. It's not his best performance, but it's fun. And I think there were a, quite a few good uh, jokes scattered throughout. But I don't know. I think that the subject matter could have been... They could have gotten a better movie out of it. Like, I think there was like a greatness, an untapped greatness to this source material, and they just didn't nail that. But it was, you know, enjoyable enough. Okay. Okay. It's my... Uh, Favorite film of the year. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're already... I, I can't. I can't deal with the fact that you're already ahead of me. I don't like it. I should watch The Polka King, but I'm not going to. Not yet. You will when you get desperate enough. Oh, yeah. You will. Yeah. In fact, once February's done, I'll probably watch it. I'll be like, okay, it's movie time again. Here we go. And speaking of uh, beating Lacey at competitions, oh I watched some more uh, 2017 films this the week, competition's too. over, Aaron. You don't have the show well, it's, it's too bad, because I watched uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Mm, mm. How was that? It's, it's pretty much what we all like expected it to be, where it's like there's some really cool visuals and stuff, mm. but like the plot is just like all over the place, and the casting doesn't really work. Like, I really think that the they really miscast the two leads in this film. And this is, like, I don't know. It's just, like, that's not something that I think stands out in films yeah. all that often. But in this one, it like, it, like, really stands out that these roles are miscast. Okay. Just, like, that bad, huh? <laughs> it's not like they're do- putting in bad performances or anything. It's right. just, they're like, just the wrong they're people not... for the job. Yeah. They're just, like, this isn't what this character is kind of like the, the archetype that this character is supposed to be kind of thing yeah okay all right but yeah I, I enjoyed it more than i thought i would i think there were a lot of cool visuals and just there's a lot of creativity and you can tell that like everyone involved is just having a blast even if it doesn't always uh turn into a coherent film because it gets like side there's like a certain point in the film this film was like 40 minutes too long and there's like a really easy 40 minute chunk that you can uh cut out because (laughs) it just sidetracks the entire plot so much but it gave them a rihanna role so Uh, i guess that's what they were going for rihanna putting her eggs in too many baskets (laughs) all right all right uh other 2017 film i watched this week uh going in style oh boy it's fine Cast, yeah. good. You know yeah. they have nice chemistry. There's a few solid laughs. Mm. 
but it's also like just really forgettable. Like even the mm. day after I watched, it, I was like, "Why did I put this in my ranking here? I don't even remember this movie." <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, uh, you do agree? The last twenty minutes—the only part that you need to watch in the movie. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Yep. And even then, it's uh, pretty generic. So, sorry you put yourself through that, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, so also this week, watched a film from the AFI Top 100. Mm. Watched uh, Wuthering Heights. Ah, ah, how high was it, Aaron? It was higher than I expected, I suppose. Yeah. Does that now? When I asked that question, I didn't really have you know a real meaning for high. So I'm wondering I, what you chose. I there. didn't either, but I meant in the sense that it was a better movie than I thought it was okay. going to be. Okay. Like I was unfamiliar. I haven't read the book ever, so no. I didn't really know what the story was about. But I thought it was actually a pretty good film. Like it was good. It's like a good classic Hollywood kind of film, you know, where you just have like these big movie stars just like doing their triple A acting kind of thing and then you just have this and I was I was just surprised because the the uh romance is actually pretty uh affecting for how melodramatic it was. Mm. Like you're just like at the same time you're like this is such a poorly written romance. Like there's no reason why these two characters should be this in love and why we should buy it. But at the same time it works. So I don't know. I enjoyed it. Uh, this is way older than I thought it was. Looking at 1939. I guess I kind of thought of it would be an 80s movie for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Alright, any other ones you got uh, hiding in your belt? Uh, yeah, I watched The Secret Life of Pets. So don't do that again. Yeah, no. I, 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 we can move on. Yeah. Good. Do you wait? We, before we move on, do you agree on my quote that it's aggressively mediocre? I I would agree. Thank yes. you, thank you, <laughs> because I thought that just fit it perfectly, perfectly. So then that's it. We're moving on. I didn't watch anything else. Watched like an episode of The Office today. That's pretty good. It's season eight though, so it's like. Eh. Okay, could be better. It's one where Dwight has appendicitis. I needed to watch it to really see my pain brought through on a screen, you know? My appendicitis. So. I didn't really have appendicitis. And I hate really them. Have I hate them. All of them. Not just the men either. The women and the children, too. That's a quote from Star Wars 2. Don't get any ideas that, like, I'm... Um, crazy because <laughs> i'm not i know me screaming i'm not doesn't make me sound less all right moving on to casting we're casting a pokemon are you ready to go fight a pokemon i'm gonna catch the pokemon and put them in a ball this was the song to this uh, to the show right and a pokemon's my friend his name is Pikachu, and we're going round the world to catch a Pokemon. How about you join us too? Pokemon. Wow. 
who do we got for Ash, my dudes? <laughs> I've never watched Pokemon, so uh, I don't know. I don't know. I hope you never watched it. I'm going just off of uh, what I assume these characters are, <laughs> so let's go. Who's starting? Uh, David, you, you start. Aaron. Aaron, you start. Right. Uh, for Ash, I went with... I was thinking, you know, I wanted to be... I wanted to capture that whole kind of, like, Ash is just this 10-year-old kid who's mm -hmm. thrust off into this giant world adventure. So I wanted, to, I wanted to stick with the young actor. I went with Jacob Tremblay. Mm, mm, mm. He's, he's at that age. He's, I think he's, like, nine, nine right ten, now. Yeah, so yeah. by the time this movie gets going, he'd be the perfect age. You know? See, I went in a different direction. <laughs> I wanted to do... You know how in Rugrats, at one point, it's like all grown up? This is going to be yep. Pokemon all grown up. And for Ash, I've got John Ham, <laughs> The Ham Man. You know, he, he can perfectly pull off Ash. He's a kid. He goes and he uh, grabs monsters and puts them in his balls. And he's like, stay there, animal, uh, forever. You're not my friend. I make you fight other animals. So, you know, John Ham. He has sort of that psychopathic kind of tendency. He's like, ooh, hey, I fight animals. I'm a dog fighter. I'm not saying John Hamm's a dog fighter. What I'm saying is he could pull it off. I, this episode is going to go soon somehow. <laughs> I don't know which point of it is. I'm obviously, of, <laughs> I'm obviously joking. Something except for about the... No, I'm not going to say that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. John Hamm for Ash. 2020. David, who you got for Ash? I obviously chosen someone who doesn't age. Okay, okay. Someone mm, mm, who I know right where you're going. Had for. a lot of has a lot of acting chops. Mm, mm. But he didn't get to show them until recently because he's been part of a major series throughout his entire life. Mm. I, I'm Casting the one, the only, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, not who I thought you were going with. I thought you were going to go with Keanu Reeves. Well, that's a good thing, <laughs> too. But I think Daniel Radcliffe has more acting chops and has more comedic ability than Keanu Reeves. Is Pokemon Ash funny? Is... <laughs> I guess yeah, I, I don't Ash know. Yeah, hilarious. Okay. I don't know. Ash throws out the jokes all the time. He's a joke boy. I didn't know that. So, but I want I want him to be his age that he is right now, because I think that would just be funny. Yeah. So I want Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. So. Oh, I'm Daniel Radcliffe. Is that is that your Daniel Radcliffe impression? <laughs> okay. No, no. no, it's his uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was. Let me just be clear. I was not doing a Paul Thomas Anderson impression. Just I somehow slipped into a southern drawl as I was speaking his name. Aaron, would you like to move to John Ham? <laughs> would anyone like to move to John? Well, see, Hamm? The, none of the rest of my cast would work if we don't keep these actors young. And now, none so, of the rest like, of my cast no, no, would that, work no, if that's we the don't. Best part. Yeah, because Daniel Daniel Radcliffe is just running around. And all these kids are like twelve, but he's just fully grown in like the whole Pokemon outfit. Now imagine that it's John Ham. <laughs> 
I gotta, I gotta go with uh, David on this one. Okay. Yes. All right. Dan Rad. Yes. All right. Now Brock. Aaron. Oh, we're doing Brock next. That's who I have in. Oh, I thought row. it was gonna be Misty. Well, you can go Misty first. Let's go Misty first. All right. For Misty, I had Sophia Lillis, who played Beverly in It. Okay. Okay. Basically, I'm just going child actor, red hair, good actor. Yeah. That's all I got. Mm. Mm. Okay. I like, I like where I... your head's at. Wait, excuse you. <laughs> Let's stay within the order of things. For Misty. <laughs> For Misty, I have Michelle Williams. <laughs> Now, this also fits <laughs> with my Dark Universe Pokemon. I don't know anything about Misty at all. I think she's a Pokemon trainer. I'm guessing they're all Pokemon trainers. But she seems like she's serious. I don't know why, but I just get that impression. <laughs> and uh, also, Michelle Williams, good actress. She, you could tell she could do heartbroken. She's going to be heartbroken when Ash goes to prison for Pokemon abuse. And uh, also, she is kind of, you know, in, in Manchester by the Sea, she has that sort of feisty thing. And I'm guessing, you know, just based, again, on what Misty looks like, she looks kind of feisty. So that's my pick, Michelle Williams. David. Right. Who you got? I I'm choosing Margot Robbie. Okay. Because okay. I think she could pull off red hair, and she seems like a water type trainer to me. Okay, Misty's a water type trainer. Interesting. Interesting. Water, yeah. I thought she was and a fire type trainer. No. That's why I picked Michelle Williams. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> David Margo, doesn't Margo even get that joke. He hasn't even seen the movie. And Aaron, I don't know if he was listening, so now I'm just like, I'm sorry. I just made a horrible joke about children dying in a fire, and now I feel kind of bad. Okay. I got you. I got you. Okay. I could see Margot Robbie in this universe throwing Pokeballs, you know, having a good time. She's a great actor. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I want Margot Robbie to be my Misty. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, I want to see what she would be like with red hair. I feel like we're going to be at a bit of an impasse for this whole casting session. I'll go with Margot Robbie, you know? Hey, she's, two for two, baby. She's coming off of the I, Tanya. She needs kind of a bigger blockbuster to keep her, you know, in the public eye while she finds the next prestige picture to do. So I think that'll do just good. Now, Brock... Aaron. Yep. I Ooh, went with uh, Jaden Smith. Oh my god, I pick it. <laughs> I don't even care, I pick it. We don't even have to do the rest of it. Well, I was going to choose Donald Glover. <laughs> I'm still picking Jaden Smith, I'm it, sorry. Cause I, that, that's fine, but I wanted to see Donald Glover like lose it when he sees uh, Officer Jenny or Nurse Joy. Can you imagine that, Aaron? I, I like your pick. 
I was trying to stick with younger actors, but I like your pick. Yeah. <laughs> My pick I, was I like The Rock. Your, I like your pick. <laughs> My pick was The Rock, obviously, so. The, Here we can are. You just see, can you just see the trailer? And The Rock playing Brock. Brock. Brock The Rock. Yeah, that's sort of kind of played into it, honestly. All right, so Jaden Smith is Brock. Uh, we got now Pikachu, guys. Pikachu. Do we even have to discuss this one? No, it's it's Danny DeVito. Danny <laughs> yep. DeVito. And not Danny DeVito voicing a Pikachu, painted as a Pikachu. Like when he's like when he's birthed from the couch and always sunny, just take that and just paint him. Danny DeVito. Now, I assume po- uh, I, I assume that Mewtwo's in this movie. I feel like I've heard that Mewtwo's in this movie, so I went ahead and added him to the list, or it. I don't know what a Mewtwo is, but... Oh, I'm going to go for Mewtwo. Tilda Swinton. Because you just, you, you need that, like, <laughs> mystical being, kind of. That's, that's what she does best. I love it. I love it. I love it. I went with Francis McDormand. <laughs> so... We're kind of in the same ballpark there, I feel like. Uh, David. I am thinking, I need I need a new look at Mewtwo. Everyone thought Mewtwo's this big, deep, dark voice, scary guy. I need Mewtwo to have a little more a little more clarity to who he is. I'm choosing Aaron Paul to voice the Mewtwo. <laughs> Aaron Paul making another return. My dude. Oh yeah, Aaron Paul. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go with Tilda Swinton, <laughs> just because I'm just imagining. I don't, again, I don't know how this movie plays out. I assume we're casting, like, the, the like, the Pokemon movie. But I just assume I'm, like, walking through a forest. Oh, let's go find a, a Pokemon. And all of a sudden, Mewtwo's just like, foolish mortals. <laughs> just like... No, Mewtwo sends him to an island oh, really? to meet him. But... Yeah. Okay. And uh, who's directing this? Uh, I went with Ryan Johnson. I thought, <laughs> I thought Last Jedi. So if he has a knack for, you know, weird creature design and kind of just mixing in those fun little kid-friendly, cute little animals with the larger action. So. Mm, mm. See, fitting in with my darker take <laughs> on the uh, Pokemon world, and the fact that Francis McDormand is one of the characters. I was going with the Coen brothers to direct this. Get that nice <laughs> brand of dark humor in there. Just to really punch it, you know? Really punctuate all of it. David, who you got? I want Michael Bay to direct this because I want to see some explosions. <laughs> we'll see if the Pokemon, like... Do like Thunderbolt or something. Also, <laughs> they'll shoot the action so close to the Pokemon that are fighting. You'll be like, "Is that is that Pikachu or is that like a uh, like a bird one? Is that a Pidgey?" <laughs> I can't because tell the difference. Search for a bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, who are we going with here? I mean, I like Michael Bay, 
I'm going to give it to Aaron because that means that Jacob didn't get any. Uh, excuse you. I, oh, got, I like your line of thinking. I got Danny yeah. DeVito in there. So uh, that no, counts as no, one. No, 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 that doesn't count. So, uh, I'm going with Aaron, Aaron's choice. The Coens it is. <laughs> no, uh, I forget who Ryan, or who Ryan picked. Aaron picked. And through forgetting who Aaron picked, I remembered who Aaron picked. So our Pokemon movie. Is Daniel Radcliffe as Ash, Margot Robbie as Misty, Jaden Smith as Brock, Danny DeVito <laughs> as Pikachu, and Tilda Swinton as Mewtwo, with Ryan Johnson directing it all. Now, for real, that is a movie I could see being made. Yeah, me too. And I would see it. Alright, guys, let's move on to the bad movie of the week. Aaron, it's been a while since you've graced us with a bad movie. I expect you to bring the fire tonight. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know I was doing such a high standard. Yeah, but uh, so I was at home recently, mm-hmm. and when I'm at home, apparently, what my family likes to do is watch really terrible comedies from like the early 2000s. Of course. So. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about uh, License to Wed. Oh, I love me some License to Wed. Here we go. It's like an ironic love. <laughs> okay. So, like, did the early 2000s, like, have good movies? You know, because, like, when I, when I think about it, mm-hmm. I'm like, they must have had good movies. They must have. There wouldn't have been, like, a 10-year period where we had no good movies. <laughs> But then I look at it, and I'm not sure. It was a dark time. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Yeah, it was mostly the worst. They definitely had no good comedies in the early 2000s. No, like, I mean, there were some, but not enough good ones. Okay. It's a natural Libre, but no. But, yeah, Fantastic. So, uh, basically, it's about this couple... There's uh, John Krasinski and Mandy Moore, and they want to get married, and they want to get married at this specific church. Yes. In order to do so, they have to pass the test of the pastor, mm-hmm. Robin Williams. Robin Williams! <laughs> Who, if I remember correctly, is a jerk in this movie, <laughs> and I don't it's know weird, why. They like try to play him as like this really like conservative like pastor, you know, or priest or whatever he's supposed to be figure. Mm-hmm. But then he's also being Robin Williams, so he's just like the most inconsistent character ever. <laughs> They're just like, oh, he's this devout man of God, but also he's, you know, just, you know, manic Robin Williams. <laughs> so he, he puts them through these series of tests, and like none of them make any sense. Mm-hmm. Like there's this one where they have to have like a like, see how they would do with kids or whatever, but they have, like, these weird, creepy, like, garbage pail kids robot yeah. babies. <laughs> yeah, <does>. yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, these things don't even look like anything anyone would realistically have, <laughs> let alone uh, some random priest. <laughs> it's, like, did you honestly not have enough material to write your movie that you're just like, ah, eh, give them these creepy robot babies for the entire second act. Mm. That's a that's a screenplay. 
Aaron, that oh, is yeah. a screenplay. You watched it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, so I I don't know. Like half the cast of the office is in this movie for some reason. I don't I don't know why. They're just there. They're, I guess this was the height of the show and Jim's just like I'm I'm bringing you all down with me and yeah. So they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then there's, like, this weird part where he, like, forces couples to fight or whatever. And there's just, like, but John Krasinski and Mandy Moore are just, like, having a typical conversation. It's like, oh, okay, they're communicating well and expressing things well and everything. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, no, you have to fight. Yeah. And then that's a, that's a scene. That's, uh, that's how you know marriage is real, Aaron. Because if you don't fight, how do you know there's love there, Aaron? And he also has a scene where he like, bugs their house <laughs> yeah. to make sure they're not having sex during the whole test. Yeah. And he uses like this 10 year old kid to just bug these people's house. Yeah. Wow. That kid. Well, you, well, like, that's a real job. Like, it, it's a real uh, felony. Yeah. <laughs> that's a real felony. That kid was in other stuff. I can't think of what. Like, he was like. Uh, like a child star. He was in a lot of stuff. Nancy Drew. The greatest game ever played. License to what? <laughs> Apparently Eternal Sunshine he was in. <laughs> Which is okay. And he's in literally every single one of the Air Buddies movies. All of the spin-offs. <laughs> All Wait, of the is he like the owner of the Air Buddies? I, dude, he might be. Let's see, is he a voice? He is a voice, so he's... Or no, he's not. I don't know. Anyway. But, no, he's not the owner. But he must play one of the... One of the uh, the space buddies. Or the air buddies. I don't know. Who are they? But continue. Who knows? How, how did you and find the this, conclusion to what? this film? Right, how are you enjoying the conclusion of this film? I don't... How the, does this film even conclude? I don't even really remember they like get married and it's like okay (laughs) like it's the same thing it's the same thing i like i like four christmases i realize it's not a good movie but it has a great not a great has a funny first and second act and then third act is like cookie cutter like cut out like here's what a romantic comedy in the early 2000s needs to be a movie and then this movie does the exact same thing like uh Fever Pitch does the exact same thing. Uh, Fever Pitch is a whole other thing. I need to talk about that one. She hates him because he loves baseball too much. Don't date him, then. Number one, that's his hobby. Why do you hate him so much for it? I can't. I can't do this right now. But yeah, it's yeah. It's just it's like hey, uh, we were fighting, but now we're happy and happily ever after and. Robin Williams is like, hey, I'm gonna marry ya. Yeah, it's just such a really generic ending, and that's why it's forgettable. Yeah. Also, there's a scene where he makes them drive blindfolded through the streets of a city, and I don't remember that. <laughs> that's a part that's, I do not remember. Interesting. Interesting. It's, it's... Like, I think there's, like, potential in this premise, but yeah. then you just, like, you take it to the most extreme ends that don't even make sense. Like, these could be from any other film. 
that you would make. It's like they took like six different screenplays and just you know <laughs> pulled a scene out from each of them and just stuck them together. Now, I will say, again, License to Wed, guilty pleasure. I enjoy watching it when it's on TV. His other movie, the director made, another guilty pleasure. Two years later, he's just not that into you. <laughs> It's, it's not good, <laughs> but I love it so much. So I think there's a place in everyone's hearts for these early 2000s romantic comedies. You know, they're not good, but you just put them on, you know everything's going to be solved at the end, and everyone's going to be happy. And isn't there something to be said for that, Aaron? No. No? Okay. Aaron just uh, hates love, I guess, and now we're moving on. <laughs> Anything else to say about License to Wed? Nah. Okay. That's about it. We miss you, Robin Williams. We miss you. And moving on to the fault in your stars. Boys. Every once in a while when I'm just looking at some reviews for a movie... I find a gem, a gem so precious that I need to take a picture of it because I know I won't remember it when we had, like, this is an old one and I've kept this. Uh-huh. Half a star. Oh, of course, I should probably actually lead into what this segment is. This is, of course, the segment where we go on to Flickster. We find a good review for a bad movie or a bad review for a good movie. We take it all the spoilery bits, all the things that would give it away as to what the movie is, then we throw it out there, and we have the other two try and guess what the movie is. Guys, this week it's a half a star review. Just another movie from another left-wing liberal actor who hates gun ownership, but thinks it's okay for the rich and powerful to own guns, but not you or me and is a dictatorship about how we should succumb to the government telling us how we should live such an unbelievable and ridiculous piece of poop, not poop, but movie, I wouldn't recommend to my worst enemies on my ex-wife. Sorry, I put too much inflection in that. Let me read it one more time. Just another movie from another left-wing liberal actor who hates gun ownership but thinks that it's okay for the rich and the powerful to own guns but not you or me and it's a dictatorship about how we should succumb to the government telling us that we should live life and an unbelievable and a ridiculous piece of poop movie I wouldn't recommend to my worst enemies or my wife. Or, sorry, on my ex-wife. Guys. Wow. <laughs> what are you thinking? What's a movie about guns? The most recent one I can think of might be, uh, what, what was it, Miss Sloan? Was that the name of it? No Where idea. it's like Jessica Chastain was like arguing for gun control or something. That is yeah. a movie. No, good for you, Aaron. It is not the movie, though. Wait, what? What, what do you mean? It's not the movie that the review is for. Would you like the lead actor? Because I don't have any sure. other reviews, because this movie is fairly new still. Liam Neeson. <laughs> the commuter? Yeah. Yeah, that has oh. nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> that we haven't seen yet, but we'll see. It's just like, they hated, they hated uh, Liam Neeson so much that they decided to go on a huge rant. <laughs> about 
And then he, you know, he ends it. I mean, it's a he. Come on. <laughs> I don't feel like I really need to guess on that one. But then he ends it with, I wouldn't wish this movie on my worst enemy, on my ex-wife. It's like, I wonder why you're divorced, dude. I've never, <laughs> I just, it's wild. It's honestly wild. So, guys, this has been episode 86 of Reboot Already Underway. If you want to find us around the internet, you can find uh, David at DBEX with two S's, 15 on Two S's, baby. Two S's. Two S's, even. I had to, like, double-check in my mind that that was not a horrible thing to say. Twesses. <laughs> or else I'd be like, we're cutting more in this episode. <laughs> and if you want to find Aaron around the internet, you can find him at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. Tumblr. The Aaron's coming out next week. Correct? I mean, depending on when this, you, this gets uploaded, but uh, the 23rd, regardless. Yeah. yeah. 23rd. Read it all about it and weep. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, if you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at Jake Lace on Twitter. Jake Lace on Tum- Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. Jake Lace on Tumblr. Uh, the movie reviews are going to be out as soon as I finish them. Get off my back. I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, sorry. I'm singing the classic Spirit soundtrack. What? Spirit? I started to sing. Yeah. I don't know that. You've never seen Spirit the movie? I don't know what that's that the is. The animated horse. Okay. Oh, that's a must. That's a must watch. That is my favorite horse movie. Spirit. Aaron, Aaron, how do you weigh in on Spirit? Spirit's the horse Spirit? movie. I yeah. guess it's, I don't know. It's it's, it's pretty good. It's, the it's title could be lo- the title could be longer. Yeah. The Spirit. Could be Spirit. The horse. The horse. That... <laughs> Even um, longer than that. You know Spirit. What? The horse movie about a horse being captured and trying to broke. <laughs> they just give the whole plot in the movie. <laughs> well, uh, all right. And if you uh, wanna find the podcast, you can find us at Reboot Already on blah 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 blah. Reboot Already Underway on Twitter. Reboot Already Underway on Facebook, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud. Leave us a review if you're liking the show that we do. Stealing Aaron's rhymes, but that's okay. It's about that times. Guys, when a show comes to an end, it's time to make amend. Say goodbye to your friend who you've listened to this send. <laughs> Guys, thank you all for listening. Uh, I'm sorry you had to listen to whatever had, had came out of my mouth this episode. But join us again next week when we talk about Bye-bye. The bye-bye man. The joke's not done. The joke can never be done. Never. I am, though. David's done with the joke. (laughs) All right. Good. Bye.